Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And we're going to start off in normal fashion where we're going to come out of us with a scripture and a prayer. And our scripture coming today from Romans 6 and 6. And it reads, For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might not be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. We are, we don't, we're not our older selves. We're not our former selves. We're not the people that we are, were before we were saved. So you don't have to worry about all that stuff that you used to do and all the things that you thought controlled your life. God got it. Give it to God and God could take, take care of everything that you're going through. No matter what it is, no matter what comes up against you, know that God got you fully. Amen. Amen. And just know that despite how big the circumstance is, God still loves you. God still believes in you. God is still there for you. Dear Father God, we just thank you, God. God, we thank you for another show. God, we thank you for bringing us to see today, God. God, be with us today, God. Let us be able to reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable, and be able to even touch the person with even the hardest heart for them to have a seed planted to say, what can I do to be saved? God, bless everybody under the sound of my voice. Let them be able to have a new revelation. Let them have wisdom. Let them have a breakthrough. Let an overflow of blessing come their way, God. Let them be able to take something from tonight so that they can truly be able to grow and to be able to hear through testimony, through story, or however it is delivered, God. God, we just thank you. We thank you for this platform. Enlarge the territory, God, so we can be able to reach the masses, to be able to spread the gospel, God. God, we thank you for everything that you're doing. We thank you for all the things that you put us through so we can learn the lesson and understand the true meaning behind the blessings that is coming our way through the lesson, God. So, God, we thank you, God. We honor you, God. We give you all the glory and all the praise. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. You can find me at Anointed Jaylon on all social media platform, TikTok, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Just look up Anointed Jaylon and you could be able to check me out. Go check out all of my music, including my new single and music video, My Team Rep Jesus. My team go hard. Yes, um, that is out now. Definitely go get it. Go download it. Go make it. We're trying to make it a summer anthem so people can know what team you repping because my team reps Jesus. Amen. And we have all the way from Chi-Town, Mr. Christopher Johnson, the seventh. Wow. <laughs> I am not the seventh. I'm the one and the only. Praise God. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Glad to be here. Um, you can find me at um, Sinker's Day on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, and yeah, just be on the lookout for some some stuff is coming down the road. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. Um, and then yeah, follow my business page because I do graphics too because I do, do some clients. I Creative Imaginations um, Graphics and Media. And that's all for me. He make fire church flyers. So if you need a church flyer, if you need a business logo, if you need some an album release, he got you. I do more than church flyers, by the way. 
and do other stuff too. He does other stuff, but his church flyers be fire. It's like when you go to a restaurant and they got a whole menu, but that that red velvet cake be fire. His church flyers go crazy. So definitely check him out. And we have Las Vegas's favorite auntie in the house, Dr. Love. I swear, I think that her new background is just going to be her car. I, this like the fourth time that she's been on here. She in the car. She's not breaking any law. She is not driving. She stands uh -uh. still, everybody. Amen. Amen. Dr. Clay. Being safe. Being safe. I will be in the house, but, you know, I didn't make, didn't make it fast enough in there. So it's good. The weather's beautiful to me. It still feels great out here, so I can sit here for a minute. But anyhow, it's good to be on. Uh, haven't been with you guys for a minute, and I'm glad to be on to be able to face you all. Thank God. Um, you all know, you can always find me on all of Facebook, um, Instagram, all those things. Um, Dr. Marvin Etta Clay, M. K. Clay, M. Anything like that you'll see, it's me, of course. And um, my Worship Forever um, com. you can go to that website, which will be being upgraded actually with new um, T-shirts and creating the, of, of um, dominoes and uh, uh, tumblers, you know, you personalize your tumblers, all that good stuff. You'll see some great, great stuff on there. And I'll little about it smile and to make you, you know, feel, have a good moment. Um, as well as um, my new, new business that I'm now is called Bringing You to Lynn. And that's my photography business. So, yeah, God is doing the mighty work. And, of course, um, soon and very soon, um, an EP will be dropped very soon. And um, just be on the lookout. God is good. And I hope that you will support. That's what I really pray, that you will support. Not just get it, but purchase it. 99 cent ain't going to hurt you. So purchase it. So God bless y'all. Amen. And uh, definitely shout outs to Mr. DW for the DW experience and shout out to Chiquita Andrews. So um, one thing I wanted to say is stuff is opening up, y'all. I don't know if in your local town, wherever you're listening to, things are opening up. So with that being said, I, I wanted to kind of bring it to the table. How y'all feel about everything opening up? and the guidelines being so fuzzy? Well, I'll just talk about it for Chicago. Mayor, we call her auntie, <laughs> Mayor Lori Lightfoot, she don't play. So I'm like, if she like it's okay, then we cool, because knowing her, if it's not cool, she will shut us right back down in her quickness. And like, everybody stay at home. And she means that, and she's done it a few times. So far as us opening back up in Chicago, I think it's okay. Um, our numbers actually have decreased i check all the time so we're pretty cool out here um of course you know people starting to act a fool dr clay you know what i'm talking about um so mm -hmm. yeah it's summertime so people kind of acting out so i wish we were still back in the house but <laughs> for the most part um as far as covid is concerned it's cool and then actually i think they lifted the mandate for mask in indiana where my church is but we still wear a mask because i'm like i don't know you people and so I'm pretty much cool with it for the most part. And you don't know who's vaccinated, who's not. So, and anybody could lie and say they vaccinated so they could have their mask off. So, we just pray for that. Dr. Clay, what do you think? Um, I'm half and half. Let me say it like that. I'm half and half. Uh, 
I think it should have been implemented a little bit more slower um, than to just jump right in. And that's what it feels like, you know, although people, a lot of people still wasn't doing it even when it was mandated. So they weren't even following the law, no way. So they was out of line. And so now it's like, you still got this out of line. And it's like, for me, you know, being a little older now and, um, you know, although I'm vaccinated, but it's like you be around some of everybody and you don't know who you, you don't know who is who ain't. And the, the the bad part about it is it's a trust system right now of trusting people that may be vaccinated of being honest and truthful as those that are not saying that they still are. So um, I think the sad part about it is, as we were talking about, Pastor Jay, we were talking about it earlier, it's, it's like anything and everything that goes on, they're going to now blame it on COVID. And it ain't COVID, it's you. And so I just have, you know, I'm like, I'm glad that people are, are getting back to things. Folks are getting jobs back. I'm glad that things are opening. I really am. But my thing is, I think I, I'm hoping and praying folks don't move too soon. That's my prayer, that they don't move too soon. And don't forget about the steps and the necessities that you took to protect yourself. Don't take the gloves off right away. Don't take that. I'm not talking about the mask itself, but I'm talking about the a mask that will uncover you because you still need to be covered, and you need still need to say, and you still need to take precautions. So I still use my hand sanitizer, and I'm going to continue to. I don't know what I'm touching, and when I'm around a whole lot of people, you know, I have my mask on. I keep them with me. But like I said, I'm just 50-50 about it because a lot of folks they don't have no way here's the thing they don't have no way of really checking to see if you have taken vaccination outside of that card and 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 they're not checking that either so how do you go around on a trust system just saying hey are you vaccinated yeah i'm vaccinated you know that one never took it you know so it's 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 like it, it, as i said it behooves us to actually take care of ourselves because you only got one you, and you have to take care of So I think it's, it's, it's more than advantageous for us to really dig down and do it now because we don't know what we don't know what we're facing. We don't know what's to come, and we have no clue what's happening. And one thing I, I definitely want to add on to that is that you have to think about it. We've been so isolated, not in large crowds. We've been like the boy in the bubble. So remember, there's still common cold, there's still strep throat, there's still all kind of different things we had before COVID. Everything isn't going to be COVID. And if you're a smoker, pneumonia is still there. If you're a drinker, if you have unhealthy habits, everything ain't going to be COVID. It could just be because of your habit. It could be due to your, your lifestyle and, and the way you're living. If you don't keep up your immune system and then all of a sudden you ain't got no masks, you out there free masking and you around large crowds and you don't know what everybody has, then you have to keep your immune system up. Because if you don't keep your immune system up, you're going to catch something. It could not be COVID. It could be a, a, a common nasty cold, stomach bug, whatever, because everybody's back outside. 
So while being outside, all I can say is this, be safe, make sure that what you're doing, how you're doing it, you're cautious about it, stay on your vitamins, stay, you know, drinking your juices and teas with the immune boosters in it so that you can at least know for your body's sake that you could take care of itself so you're not worried about it. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into a music break. And within that music break, I want to introduce onto Noite Radio the first time my team rep, Jesus, for all the new hearers that's going to listen to this. Make sure you go download it, go get it, go go blast in your car because it got some slap on it and it, it go crazy. And if you didn't see the music video, go see the music video. I didn't get hype Williams, I got Tony Williams. She 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 liked the she liked the next upcoming, but the music video go crazy too. So make sure you go check it out. But this is my team rep Jesus, and then we're gonna play Eternals new music video called The Messenger with Mr. Big Stuff sampled that is real fire track coming out and we're going to go into some new music and I'm, I didn't know if everybody could see I'm wearing my Prince shirt happy birthday to Prince that just passed um, amen God bless his soul and yeah so let's go ahead and jam out and we'll see you guys in a minute my team rep Jesus my team go hard So if your team rap Jesus, throw your cities up. Rap your city, rap your town. Yo, and where you from? My team rap Jesus. Let's go. My team go on. My team rap Jesus. Let's go. We about to go on. My team rap Jesus. That's right. My team go on. My team rap Jesus. We about to go on. Yo, first up we got it. Track record, it's never been the cleanest. When I got knocked down, I stood up and Jesus shaped them. I walk in the darkness, I'm a shining light. You can't get me down, down the sparkles in the night. The score touchdown, I'll be a deep three shooter. Still kept me churching in my three piece suit. People get moved by the devil, but Jesus is my captain. Seeing fools walk away because the devil had a cap. But worship him is active, his word is immaculate. And anything you crack in my life, my Jesus. Jesus. My team go on. My team rap Jesus. We about to go on. My team rap Jesus. My team go on. My team rap Jesus. We about to go on. Let's ride down. 
We about to go fall. Keep it on the West Coast. Yo, Vegas, stand up. J-E-S-U-S, just dismiss, confess, hard in my chest, and best love, and just say yes, sitting on the right hand, cover me a lifespan, yeah, I'm with the right man, shining like a light stand, follow on my nightstand, never say can't, cause I know God can, hard in the paint, got a brush and a paint can, life is the canvas, no longer in Kansas, heaven on earth, pray you understand this, earth to the dirt, spread the gospel around the globe, the earth, my turf, I shine, I glow, send me, I'll go, send me, I'll go, I shine, I glow, whoa! Just a message. 
Amen. That was CC Winans with Never Lost. That was a beautiful track. Definitely go get that track if you have not. And we are back. And today's going to be a little different how we go. Usually we have an interview, but God saw fit for it to be different. So we're going to let God move in this situation. And what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about God's not a mystery because we have history. Um, I just wanted to first say that statement because God is not a mystery because you have history with God. Amen. So you shouldn't have to doubt or think about if he's going to do it is mostly when is he going to do it? And one thing I want to just kind of do, um, I'm hearing, I'm hearing this. So I'm gonna go forth with this. Is just to just talk about personal testimony, and I'll speak with myself and Chris. You could jump in um, when you can. But one thing that I want to say as a testimony is that I remember being into a point where I was so lost and did not know what to do. Money was funny. Didn't have any new direction of where I I could go. Jobs wasn't coming and God truly was testing me on every way from family to relationship to finances. And I could really say when I finally stopped doing what I wanted to do and really just say, you know what, God, I can't do it no more because I can't see how to do it. And sometimes God will put you in those moments where you have to get tore down so that you could be like, you know what? I can't do it no more. I have no other option but to trust you so that he could fully jump into the situation of it. You know, I'm, I know at that time I was seriously drinking. I was suicidal. I had so much stuff happening because I wanted it my way. And if it didn't happen my way, then it was so much issues and, and things that I brought onto myself because a lot of times, a lot of people go through these moments and what that moment is called is self-destruction. And unfortunately, when you're in that self-destructive mode, you hurt the people around you that actually truly love you. And to free yourself, you have to be truthful with yourself. And there's a lot of times where you have to start saying, you know what? I am messing up. I am addicted to this. I am um, dealing with emotional issues. I am dealing with mental issues. I am dealing with these things, but what am I doing about it? It's just like somebody that's, that's saying, well, I'm diabetic, but keep eating sugar. <laughs> it's never going to get better. It, and you're not going to wake up and this is going to be done. You actually have to face those things, which is called growth and go forth and actually say, you know what? I got to make a change. I can't keep living this way no more. And this is talking to save Christians. Cause I know people that don't know God, y'all already using your vices. What are vices? That's whatever place person or thing that you could be addicted to that you're actually using in place to make you feel good for that moment or to forget about what you're going through. But God put us through so much stuff. And the reason I'm gonna give you a, a, a kind of a sneak peek of a preview of, of a cheat sheet of the next test you're going to go through. The reason why you're going through so much stuff is because we have remedial faith. What is remedial? Remedial means that you you have slow learning faith. 
that you're not understanding the lesson. God put you through that lesson. You did not get it. And then you start going back to your old ways. And then you're back in the same predicament at the same place because you have remedial faith. You have got, you treat God like a booty call. You only use God for when you, when you want to actually get something from God. But when you good, you forget about God. And then you wonder why you keep going into the sandcastle effect where you build a sandcastle and you, your foundation seems all great. And then the waves come and wash your sandcastle away. That's a lot of people's lives where they come to church. They want to get right with God. They get right with God. And then they start feeling themselves. And then they think, start thinking that I did this. I didn't need this. And they start questioning and doubting God. And a lot of times that puts us in a very bad predicament, especially when you start seeing the fruit that you're bearing at that time. Because a lot of times the fruit that we're bearing when we start doing, when we put ourselves on the throne, instead of letting God be on the throne, we start seeing stuff not working. We start seeing things not happening in our life. We start seeing relationships deteriorate, things coming out of nowhere, people having beef with you, people tripping on you, people, all kind of stuff start coming at you because you're doing it your way. And selfishness is a demon. I'm going to let you know right now that is a demon because selfishness will lead you to not care for anyone and you hardly care for yourself. So it's not even really about you worrying about yourself, but you're being selfish in the mode of you're not going to love nobody. You're not going to help nobody. You're not going to even care about nobody because you're so worried about self. And that's what the enemy wants us to go through. And at that moment where I think about the time where God really saved me is that's my mindset. I was in a selfish, destructive mentality where I really didn't care. Um, I really didn't care for self. You know, you can't show love to somebody when you don't love yourself. And you have to really understand that, you know, a lot of times when you're going through these things, God has not left you. You left God. It's like you left God on the couch. You're like, no, nah, I'm not trying to deal with you. I ain't trying to hear you. It's like the Holy Spirit in, came into, uh, came in, was telling you this, and you kind of just put them on mute. And you're like, no, nah, I don't want to hear that. I want to do it my way. I want to be sad. I want Because you know that's a choice. Your attitude and what you receive is your choice. You don't have to receive sadness. You don't have to receive depression, anxiety. A lot of people forgot that we have power in our own tongue where you could start speaking those things. Well, I'm so depressed. I'm so sad. I'm, I'm so, I have so much anxiety. I have all these things. I'm so sick. And then you wonder why you never got your situation. You keep speaking it over yourself. You have the power to manifest those things over your life. So I just want to put out there to everybody, you know, what I got, how I got out is fully, fully surrendering to God and getting, I'm going to be uh, blunt with it too, and being tired of getting God's whoopings because you going to get to a point of being tired of going through the same things and building things and then losing them. And it might seem cool in the moment, but then you always wonder why it's not happening. You know, I give you a great example. When someone gets married, when you get married, you go forth to where? You go to a church or you go to a vineyard and you bring a preacher and you go before God and say, I'm going to take this person and, and love on this person for the rest of my life. But then what happens when you have your first fight? You don't bring it to God. When you have your financial issues as a couple, you don't bring it to God. But you went to God to make a commitment and a promise that you will be with this person. 
So we have to remember when we going through these things is to give it to God. Don't try to take it on to yourself because you can't understand the full realm of what God is doing in your life anyway, because you can't you don't even know who you are. Truly, you don't know your purpose, hardly. You just know what you were born. You know your name. You know where you live at currently. But you still to, to today and to 10 years from now, you really don't have the full purpose of what you're supposed to be doing. But God does. So you got to trust him. That's why the Bible says lean not to your own understanding. That that part is needs to be hyphenated and remembered because lean to your own understanding. You hardly understand a lot of things. I could say it. I don't know everything. There's a lot of things I don't understand. So at the point of your life and what the next step's going to happen, you don't know what tomorrow may bring. So trust it and give it to God in everything. And I honestly will tell you, when you fully give yourself to God and understand the purpose of let God and let go, let God take over. Let him be able to worry, take care of those things that you're worrying about and let go of you always trying to be in control. Let go of all because you know what form of control is having a grudge, having an unforgiving heart, telling being petty with people, being um, angry with people because you feel like if I'm always angry with you, I have a form of power because you will never have me happiness. No, you're just hurting yourself. Most of the time when we're mad at somebody, they don't even know. Be real. They dealing with they they going on with their own life. They're not caring about what you're going through. And you over there mad and your whole day is messed up because you sitting here worried about why this person has did you this way. Why is this person talked about me? Why is this person they talked about Jesus? If you claim to be a Christian and follow the ban the blood state banner, you have to understand that you're gonna have to go through some suffering. People ain't gonna like you. The Christian business isn't the liked business. So that's my testimony. Chris, if you want to jump in. Sure, why not? <laughs> um, I would say, um, what you already have said, because you pretty much said everything that I would have said. But basically, um, going back to, what was the title of your sermon? <laughs> you said my sermon. I said, um, God is not a mystery when you have history. But that's okay. a good title, though. Any preacher want to go ahead and take that, you go ahead. I get it. It's not copyrighted. Lord Jesus. What's your scripture context? You know, I got to find out. That's that ram. That's that ram in me. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that one. All right. Well, I would say, as far as your what you just said, um, one ditto what you just said, but as far as the history, you know, true. Um, to a certain extent, as far as uh, the mystery part, because God is, there are certain things about God you don't know and you won't know, but uh, it takes the Holy Ghost to reveal those things to you. He reveals secrets and mysteries. So um, even with, with history, there's always going to be some sort of revelation you're going to get about God at some point, no matter how Versed in the words you are, how deep you go in the word, you're going to always find out something different or new or some sort of revelation about God and who he is, um, especially as you do go into ex different experiences in life. You're going to find out who God is, something that you have never known before. So you can never put God in a box. I'll say that. So but yes, as you begin to gain history with God, um, as you begin to you know learn about him and seek him and fast and pray. 
you're going to find out who he is. So he does not, he's no longer become, he's no longer a mystery in certain aspects. But until you do those things, you will always not know who he is to you. And it does take uh, sometimes uh, you going through certain, or God taking you through certain things. For example, I wouldn't know God to be a provider if I didn't lose my job. Testimony again, I've done that happened before while I was in Vegas, but it happened again while I was here in Chicago. And I was like, God, what you doing? You tweaking right now? Like you, you, you tweaking? What's 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 the deal? And I was like, I'm not understanding why I just moved here and I only been here maybe six months, maybe not even that. And now I ain't got no job. What are you doing? But it taught me to trust him as to be who he said he is and who he revealed himself to be to me. And I can honestly say, even now in this season, in this time, I haven't wanted or lacked anything. I have just food on the table, the lights is on, rent is paid, car note is paid, everything is paid. And I have, and I have money in the account. And it's not like a couple hundred dollars or a couple, like $10 or $20. It's a significant amount of money because I, I do what I'm supposed to do. And then even on top of that, you have to uh, be obedient to his commands and to his, um, and to his uh, standards and the statutes. You have to be. Like, for example, God commands us to tithe and to give. One reason why I'm blessed the way I am is because I tithe. Even off of, I'm going to tell the truth, off of unemployment and what I get from my business, I try to make sure I tithe off it to show God, you can trust me with whatever you have coming next. And so I would tell you that, yeah, he might be a mystery to you now, but as you begin to seek him and obey him, he will no longer become a mystery because the Holy Ghost will reveal who God is. And as you experience God, you will experience what, who he is to you. That's what I got to say. So I would say this because you, you you had me go and, and, and have to search Bible. So I want people to think about this because people talk about one aspect of, of Peter. But let's talk about the other aspect. What did Peter witness? Peter witnessed Jesus in every miracle, every ministry, every part that he's done. So it wasn't a he say. It wasn't, oh, I think he did. In his life, he saw personally what Jesus could do. And he still doubted him, right? Because it was like, it wasn't like it was a mystery. So when you make it personal, because I want people to make it personal, what I'm talking about today and thinking about the, what I said, God, you know, God, God isn't a mystery when you have history, because when you have history with God, you know what he did for you. Every, what he did for you is not going to be the same for what he did for somebody else. But, you know, he's done it for you before. If you was in the hospital and he brought you out, he could do it again. If he. If you, like Chris said, if you was without a job and had didn't know how you was going to pay your bills and he made a way for you, you know he could do it again. If you know that he's always been there for you some way to make a way, you know personally that he could do it again. So it's just like, I, I love that scripture where it says, God help me with my unbelief. Because sometimes we go through moments where we're, we have doubt. We have doubt of like, man, am I supposed to be doing this? Am I supposed to do this business? Am I supposed to do this ministry? Am I supposed to do this song? Am I supposed to do, you know, am I supposed to be here? Am I supposed to live there? You know, we have all, all these things that pop up. But if you think about it, God wouldn't have put you where you are or gave those opportunities to you if 
it wasn't for you to do. And we we're our own worst critic. And if you haven't noticed, a, a lot of people, um, and a lot of people, how can I say? A lot of people show you who they are by how they judge people. If they don't really judge people, they're, really, they're not really tripping, but there's always some form of judgment because a lot of people are more critical with people because they think that of themselves and they expect that as to be reciprocated back to them. So if a person is a super judgy person or a super mean person, they expect that for themselves because that's how they feel like that's what they deserve. So they will transplant that to you and others because that's reflecting them. And I'm saying that due to a lot of times you could see that people will do those things and it will get you to start doubting, but it ain't got nothing to do with you. A lot of people be like, oh, well, you shouldn't do that business. That's because they fear, they're fearful of making a business. Oh, you shouldn't be out there doing it. It's because they're of their fear. They're trying to put their fear to you. So a lot of times when people are this negative Nancy and they're trying to tear you down, first of all, it's a bad programming. And it's because they're fearful to step out on faith and be more of what God has called them because they've got comfortable being stagnant of where they are already. Dr. Clay. You're muted. She's on mute. If we only knew, she's speaking some wisdom, y'all. She's speaking some wisdom. I hear it. She's going to figure it out. It's going to be all right. She's going to figure it out. I said, it's all right. But Chris, I think you can unmute her, by the way. I don't think. I, oh, yes, I can. Amen. No, I can't because she muted herself. Amen. There it is. There, there she go. go. Hallelujah. Yeah. Uh oh. Now she's freezing. See, the devil is busy because he know that Dr. Clay has some words and now she's freezing. She was on mute. Dr. Clay, you back? <laughs> I'm back. Yep, she back. Okay, she back. Right. I'm back. So, right. you know, when I think about people thinking that God is a mystery, a lot of times the reason why he's a mystery is because you really don't want to know him. That's you really it. Don't you really don't want to know um, because you love the sin nature that you're in and the, that sin is overtaking you so that you think it's all good it's all right you're going to continue to wallow in it you're going to continue to live in it and you're going to think all is well and so that's why God is a mystery how can he be a mystery to you when you say he's your father? If your your earthly father ain't no mystery to you, unless he ain't in your life. But the I was thing about say it, that. I was like, there's some people that ain't had their father in their life. Right. So of course he's gonna be a mystery because he he's not in your life. But God is in your life. He's in your life. He's been in your life. He's been in your life since you was even uh, uh, created in the womb. So. 
He's been in your life, but it's you. And you got to say yourself because who can you fault? Who can you, who, I mean, who can you fault? Who can you uh, uh, say did this? Nobody but you. You made the decision. We all have made our decision. We all have made wrong terms. We all have done things that was contrary to God and the purpose that he has for our life. We all have done it. However, we know that God created a lot of history in the mess ups that we have had. He created a lot of history in the things he brought us out of and in the, the things he brought us through. He, he created a lot of history. To, and when we have victory, that's, that's history by itself. Because a lot of people feel like they don't feel like they're going to make it. They don't feel like they're going to overcome. They don't feel like they're going to come out. That's history. Because when you look back over it and you see where God has brought you from, that's history. Nobody did it but God. You couldn't have made it thus far without him. I'm just saying. Some people think they can, but you, you, you just can't. If God's hand ain't in your life, guess what? You just all messed up. You toss them to and fro. And the enemy is just playing with you. Period. Point blank. You're uncovered. If God ain't in your life, then who's yeah. the other? See, we, we got to get to understand. We have to get to the point of understanding this, too. If you are not letting God in your life, you're letting the enemy have a free key and access card, whatever it is, straight to you. And you can't blame God when you are opening yourself to the air to the enemy if you it, it's just kind of like where it says be sober-minded because the enemy is is like a roaring lion looking for a soul to devour mm -hmm. sober-minded ain't just alcohol drugs dope weed or whatever you think it is it, it's is a vengeful is a vengeful mentality it's an unforgiveness mentality it's an angry mentality it's a depressed mentality because your open your armor is open in those moments so that the enemy could feed off that and amplify it because that's why we're not supposed to be ruled by our emotions because first of all, your emotions could change in a second. And the enemy feeds off that and uses your own insecurities against you. So would you go ahead, Dr. Clay? I just have to say that part. It's all good. No, but that is what he does. I mean, if I look at what I'm dealing with right now, let's just look at it like this. And you already know, Jay, I had a battle not long, just, just not too long ago, Chris. I had a little battle that was going on health-wise that hit me just instantly. And when we're at work and stuff, I hear them talking about how hot they are. And I'm just as cold as all get out. You know, <laughs> you know, there's things that's going on with me. But here's the thing. If I allow myself to continue to think about to continue to let it plague on me and continue to allow the enemy to bring the negativity of whatever's going on with me, guess what? I will allow it to overcome me. I will allow it to overcome me and supersede the faith that I say I have. Because see, that's the problem. Everybody say they got faith, they ain't got faith. That's the issue. You can't have faith and say, you know, you, you believe God whom you cannot see. And then something comes on and knock you off your bubble. And then all of a sudden your faith is gone. And that's what I preached about Sunday. I preached about keeping faith, keeping your faith. And one of the things that I talked about was mainly, uh, 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 what's his name? Um, Charles Jenkins song, keep the faith. 
And if you listen to the first words, it says, he's asking the question, what do you do? When you're standing at a crossroads, what do you do? He's asking all these questions. And then when he get through, he get through those questions, he's, he's going to tell you the affirmation of what to do. And that's for you to hold on and what? Keep the faith. And that's why God can't be a mystery. Because if you keep the faith and hold on, he's creating history. I'm just saying. I don't want to preach, but go ahead. Go ahead. Preach. No, just... <laughs> <laughs> but but the, the reason why I brought that up is, is, is it's amazing to me how God, and, and I know all of us have seen it, where somebody has came and you're just like, God has done so much in your life and you constantly mess up. Like, I know we all mess up, but I mean, like, you deliberately want to go back to what you were doing. And you're like, aren't you tired of whoopings? Like, I I was the type of kid that you whooped me once about a situation. I might I might be smart enough to say, well, you, you didn't whoop me for the other thing, but it, I'm not going to get whooped for the same thing over again because I'm going to learn my lesson. I'm just going to get. But to keep constantly going through the same thing over and over again, and the years are just going to go by. You cannot stop time. Time is the most valuable thing that we have on this earth. And to sit and honestly think that no matter what you do, if you just hold in all this stuff, if you don't free yourself of what you've been just shackled by, and you have shackled. The enemy didn't do nothing. He's playing. He's like, man, you're doing all the work because you sit here and talk about how you're not good enough. You sit here and you talk about why I don't got a good job. You sit here and talk about why is my relationship failing. You sit here and talk about why is my kids ain't right, but then you don't sit here and think about this. You don't think about my health is messed up because I ain't did nothing about it. My kids are messed up because I let them raise themselves. My job is messed up because I hardly do any more but the minimum. But you you don't look at the actions behind of what you are doing. Because at the end of the day, you can have all of these issues. I remember um, Pastor Kerry Connor said something that was deep when I went to his church. He said, the day that I realized that I am responsible for me, not my mama, not my daddy, not my pastor, not the deacons, not my aunties, not my wife, not, not your husband, not your kids, but me. That's when I finally was free because you was free of excuse. You was free to be able to understand truly how, where you are in life, because as long as you have somebody to say something is wrong and it was their fault, you'll never gauge how far you came in life because it's always somebody else's fault. Instead of understanding, I've only got this far and I need to fix it. I don't, and I don't know if everybody is kind of like got to the point when it came to the pandemic to do self-reflection, but in this time. Time ain't no joke. If if you still holding grudges after a pandemic where you saw 500,000 um, people on this country died. Think about that. 500,000 people. And you and then to look at this part and you weren't one of them. That part. History. Mm -hmm. Like history. Like God protect you from not being one mm -hmm. of them. You, you might have caught COVID. And you are still here. Why are you complaining? Like, I, I, I don't see 
how when God blesses people, how they could take it for granted. Because God does even the smallest things by just keeping you here, giving you health, letting you have the right mindset. You know, I have my issues. I'm not going to sit here and say I don't have my issues. I said I, I definitely say that prayer. God help me with my unbelief. But at the times of the simple things. There's a lot of simple things that we have to get to the point of saying, you know what, God helped me with that. So why would I stress myself with it? Stop. It's not saying be nonchalant and just saying, I don't care about life. But it's to the point of if you can't do nothing about it, why are you worried change about it? it? Just do something and change it. Do something to change it. Because there's so much that uh, God has for all of us. And all of us are not going to do the same thing. You know, Chris does what he does. You do what you do. I do what I do. We all love God. And we're doing our best, our very best, to serve him, to please him. We're doing our very best. But we all do something different. And when something don't work, God brings something else. It's already in the making anyway. It just didn't come to fruition. You know, and so what people don't get sometimes, I believe that, um, they get stagnant or they get, what's the word, insatiable. Is that how you say it, insatiable? Um, to the point where they don't know how to create something else for themselves or they so they so got what they got and they just want more and more, but they want more of the same thing, no change. So I just think people have to really think about thinking out the box now because, you know, there's no way we're going to go back to normalcy and, and I don't care how you look at it. And then this change that has happened all through this. And if you don't recognize that change in you, then you're going to be stuck. Your history is going to be stuck. That's all I'm saying. You got to make something sure, different. Sure. You got to make something different in this day and time and in this season, because there is a season that God has for all of us. And it's up to us to actually walk in that season. He puts the he puts the blueprint together and he puts the picture together. It's up to us to walk in that and to get what he has for us. It's up to us. He ain't forcing us. He never forced anything. You got a choice to do all things. Amen. You got a choice. What kind of God is that? A God that loves you so much. So why he got to be a mystery to you? You need to wake up. That's all I'm going to say. Wake up. And stop saying he is, you don't know God. No, you know him. You just don't want to know him the right way. I'm just saying, you know. Well, you know, most people feel like this. Ignorance is bliss, where they feel like, well, if if I know more about him, then I know that what I'm doing right now is not right. And I'm going to have to stop it. And I like it. You know, I like my smoking weed. I like my partying. And I like my drinking. And I like this. But then the sad part, and then this is, this is uh, something that just, to give you a preview of your future is that your future self is really angry with you because they wish that they would have stopped earlier because everything has an effect. Nothing in this world does not have an effect. If you do something that will cause a effect, right? If you go work out, you're going to either make muscle, lose weight, get in and do things like that. If you eat a lot of food, you're going to gain fat. That's the effect mm -hmm. of things, right? No matter how you look at doing the same thing and expecting 
a different outcome is insanity. Don't sit here and think, oh, well, you know, I'm going to just be healed overnight. How? Well, I'm going to just, I'm going to be rich overnight. How? God gave you mm -hmm. a mind to think. Like, think about this. It was a quote that I was reading this morning. because I, I read quotes every morning and encourage myself. And it said this, growth is painful. Change is painful. But nothing is as painful as saying stuck somewhere you don't belong. You know it feels bad that you had a job because you're comfortable there and you see all these other people that you know you better qualified then. Mm -hmm. You know it's horrible <laughs> when you sit here and you see all your friends getting married, but you sitting here like, well, I'm trying to be me. <laughs> I'm laughing because that's been me before. Going into a situation where I'm like, well, I'm just trying to do this knowing it has an effect and that effect you might not like it in the long mm -hmm. run let your future self be proud of the decisions you make are you setting yourself up for a success for your future are you setting yourself up for failure because you determine how your future person comes out no one else does because one day there's going to be a time where you got to be held accountable it might be tomorrow. It might be 10 to 20 years. And you can't blame mama because guess what? We all got a time to be born and a time to die. And when there's nobody around but you and you the oldest one looking like an old fool, you can only blame yourself. So since I'm giving this warning as a form of, of warning, then why not change it now? Mm -hmm. You have time now. You don't got to wait for the first. You ain't got to wait for New Year's. You could change now and make a change for yourself. It's going to suck. It's going to not be comfortable, but nothing grows in comfortable places. I agree. Think about it. Seeds get put in dirt. You think that's comfortable? And then they sprout into a tree, which takes process and time and patience. And a lot of people are, are wondering why they keep going through their things, because every time God is ready to bless you, you're not where you're supposed to be. Yep. And that's called patience. Instead of running and, and, and thinking, I should be over here, I should be doing this, I should be doing it. Sit down and be patient. I'm preaching to myself right now, so i sorry, y'all. But it's just that sometimes God just gets to you and be like, you need to sit down somewhere and be patient because by the time I'm, I'm, I'm bringing the, the, the deal to you, the finances to you, the person to you, you're not where you're supposed to be. Remember how your parents used to come? And I, I love this episode of Everybody Loves Hates Chris. So he decided to ditch school to go see a concert of Earth, Wind & Fire. And when he ditched school, he got through all this stuff. He went through hell. Nothing was going right because he was ditching school. He had to run from the security guard to come to find out the show was canceled. And Earth, Wind & Fire came to his school. We are like that episode. Your blessing is coming to you. But sometimes you be not where you're supposed to be. Be on your post. So that you could receive everything that God has for you. Because no matter how you look at it, great things come to people that wait. But let me put something else on that. Because I was going to do a sermon about this. If you ever go to a restaurant, what do we call those people? We call them servers, right? But what's another word for a server? A waiter. A waiter. 
And when you're awaiting, you need to be serving at the same time, not just sitting there being idle, but waiting and doing something to prepare yourself. Because if God gave you a million dollars, you ain't prepared for it. If God gave you a record contract, you ain't prepared for it. You can't hardly perform your song 10 times. How are you going to perform it 160 times in different states and with two to three hours of sleep? You got to be ready for the things that you're asking for. A lot of times you got to sit there and be real with yourself. Am I ready for this blessing? Am I ready for this next level? Am I ready for this job? Am I ready for a family? Am I ready for a marriage? Am I? Ask yourself those questions because God it could have you waiting because you ain't passed the test yet because you keep having remedial faith going back to what you think is right. Yeah. That's that comfortability. That's all that is. That comfortability. Want to be in the comfort zone, but don't want to step out. Don't want to step out of that and don't want to engage. You know, I, I, if I can say that um, for me, I thank God for my history, good, bad, or indifferent. I thank God for it. I would not be who I am today if I didn't have the history that I have in my life. And I'm sure there's more history going to be made until he closed these eyes for good. But until then, I want to continue to create history. And while I'm creating history, I want my life to exemplify him. You know what I'm saying? So that people will be blessed by what my history is. You know, know that I went through some stuff. Yes, I did. Know that I made some bad decisions. Yes, I did. Maybe I had some bad relationships. I have, you know. But where I'm at today, I love my life. Whether I'm, I'm single without a man, not married, it's all good. God is going to bring that. He said he will find it, not me go searching for it. So I'm okay with that. I thank God, you know, got me where he got me at. Finances, great. Steady bringing in stuff. Steady building stuff. Steady doing stuff, steady doing things that I love, and steady bringing life to people. It ain't just for you. What God does for you is for the people. It's for the people, you know? Facts. So don't be stingy with what God gives you, your gifts, your talents, the anointing that God places on your life. Honey, take your history and let it be a big novel to somebody because somebody needs to hear your history. But get out of that mystery state, because God is not a mystery. He's well known. <laughs> He's well known better than a president, and most people think they know and don't even know. So I'm just saying. <laughs> well, okay. Chris. Uh huh. Go ahead, Chris. Let, oh. let him use you, Chris. Let him use you. Okay. Lift your hands, everybody. <laughs> Um, as far as the mystery part goes, um, I hear what you're saying, Dr. Clay, but you know, you're the Bible scholar, so I'm not gonna argue. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, I kind of would make the difference. Only reason why I would say that is just like I said before, only reason why I say God is still a mystery is because, like I said, the Holy Ghost is who reveals Him to you, but again, it comes with those trials. So, piggyback on what you guys still were saying. So at some, yeah, something God is a mystery and he reveals himself to you over time through the Holy Ghost. But again, you have to be open to, to that revelation of who he is. And then even going through some stuff to be able to know for sure, like, hey, yeah, like I said, God is a healer because I've gone through something and he healed me. Yeah. God is a deliverer because I've gone through something. He delivered me out of it. 
So that's the only reason why I say, yeah, God still is a mystery because over time, as you begin to have that history with him, he reveals who he is even more and even more. So there's some things like even now, I don't know God to be yet because I haven't gone through that to know that he's a, he's whatever that is. But, but you believe I know him. him to be that. Exactly. That part, which is that and, you know, part. And, and just to go in, into in deeper, if you think about it, Chris, you know what he already did for you. It's not like it's it's something it's something new. You know, a lot. No, of what I'm saying is okay. What I'm saying is basically not that. You know, of course, I know what he done. I believe, but still, there's still certain aspects of God of who he is that I don't know. Oh, again, I that. Got, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. New, rev so, new revelations yeah. for you yeah. that he hasn't brought to you yet that you don't. But one thing that I'm just going, I'm going Barney style because you, you're going apostolic. You're going all into theologian. The thing I'm bringing you know, you know, that's a little bit of reconciliation apostolic in me a little new sign temple. I can't help you. <laughs> I'm just saying simply, people, everybody, hear me simply. I say that because there's people doubting stuff that God has already got them out of. Like these are the baby kindergarten. Bible. Oh, we're talking to the to the to the to the. To the babes in Christ, similar. There's some, there's some advanced Christians that <laughs> doubt God about the same thing they've been. Man, God, get me out. Who there's is? people that has been. Oh, he ain't God. no mystery. You should know him by now because you. That's why I'm saying him. you oh, can't. Talking to those people. Oh, okay. I'm talking. Okay. I'm, I'm talking about you I'm talking about if you know who he is and he's already did it for you, and every time you go through something, you act like you stuck on. I'm not calling nobody stupid, but that's calling stuck on stupid. Where you I just like, I don't know now. My own like like but, there's seasoned saints that will lose their job tomorrow and be Lord, I just don't know. And and I'ma have to go do this. And God, like, man, I got a new job for you. Wait, 10 days. I got you in 10 days. I'ma just have to go back to my old ways. And that's let me play devil's advocate because i'm just gonna tell you master so even i've been through it already right the whole unemployment situation i know and all that good stuff and i again it happened again just recently like i said before and the difference between the last time because that last time i was like i'm about to go be a hoe <laughs> i said it <laughs> I'm about to go sling some drugs, make a couple drops. I'm about oh. to figure this out because this is hypothetically. No, I was serious. <laughs> um, but I was like, leave the money on the dresser. That's I'm serious. I'm not playing. But I was like, this time around, I was like, listen, I already went through this. I already know what's that. I that know was your history. ready to happen. Right. And then so even though I still there was moments, I'm not even because I think as Christians, you our the human side still comes out. Right. Yes. Um, so um, every once in a while, the human side will raise up, like, and then even the enemy will speak to you, like, "Yeah, he's not gonna do it. You, what you talking about? Go," and you start worrying. But then you have that's where your faith has to rise up and be like, "Okay, listen, you know God, you know who He is. And matter of fact, forget who he, you know His word, and He can't lie. So if He said He's gonna do this for you, that's what He said." And you have to stand on that, but then also you have to apply, apply the principles of the word of God in order for it to manifest in your life. So, example, like I said, tithing. I wasn't tithing, lost a job, wasn't tithing. Now I'm tithing again, like on everything. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to play with you, Jesus, because you play too much and you're going to win. And I ain't got time. 
And so that's why I'm like, let me apply these principles, but I've seen that this work. The word mm -hmm. works if you apply it. Your right. faith works if you use it. So at the end yeah. of the day, you know God's gonna bring you through. He's gonna bring you through. And just a quick testimony, I had my final interview today with a major company that I can't release who it is yet. I'll listen to y'all offline, but I'm not releasing to it is yeah. But I believe in God that the job is already mine and I'm gonna hear back probably by the end of the week, whether or not it is, but I already believe it's mine. But the fact that I had this interview with this major company, it was like, wow. Mm. Right. But still, even if I don't get the job, like God, you've sustained me from November when I lost my job till now. Right. Mm -hmm. So you, I have nothing to really worry about. And so I'll be able to speak to what Pastor Jay was saying, like, yeah, to these uh, people who, you know Jesus, you've experienced him, and you're still out here wearing you tweaking. Get it together. And that's, that's the thing that I'm saying, because I think when you look at the principle of Peter, he witnessed, like, I'm really sitting here thinking, you, your homeboy is Jesus. Y'all was walking. You saw him bring back somebody from the dead. You should have so much confidence in Jesus to be like, bro, you yeah, I stayed with Jesus. Like, what's up? Like, like you know, that's like somebody to be like, oh, I got this friend that's super rich. And you're like, man, my friend, get that. It's crazy when Christians go through situations and they forget the God of who they who they serve and how He's brought you out of addiction, how He's brought you out of health issues, how He's brought you out of the of the unemployment, how He's brought you out of a bad relationship, how He's brought you out of all these things, but you choose still to keep failing in the baby things. You haven't even got to the big things yet because the devil don't got to use no big things with yeah, you. Keep using the same up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right triangle on you and nothing complex because you fall for the same one trick pony over and over again. Just touches finances, touches marriage, touches kids. So, and then you'd be like, wait a minute, God brought me out of that. God brought me out of this. God helped me last time. Why? That's the history. That's like we got the we got the we have the whole teacher edition book of this situation in our life. And to Chris's point, yes, you will not know about the new revelations and the new things that you're going to go through until you go through it. But the things that you already been through, God's kind of being like you, 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 you remedial. You're gonna get. You're gonna have to keep going through this class over. You're not patient yet. I made you wait. People sitting here be like, and I'm, I'm gonna be real. When when God sit you down and put you in jail, that was to wait. That was to grow your patience. And then you didn't learn that patience. Then He will find your. Oh, you didn't understand to take care of your health. Then if you ever notice, and I have, and this is for self. I'm speaking to self because I'm telling on myself. I realized when I wasn't taking care of my health, when you end up in a hospital, there's nothing in that hospital for you to do but to look up. Isn't that convenient? It's very convenient that when you're admitted in a hospital, there's nothing in there. But, yeah, you might have a TV, which hardly ain't got no good channels. Um, you you have... <laughs> that part. You go to the one on uh, what's it? Sunrise. They got the channels. I, I, I never. 
So if if you look at the hospital mentality, when you're in the hospital, you sitting there with nothing. You you got a gown on, so you really sitting there with nothing, and you looking up. God got you right there. You ain't got no distractions. You ain't got nothing to sit here and try to play facts. You ain't gonna. You ain't got no weed. You ain't got no drink. You ain't got no uh, this and that. Everything that we like to distract ourselves with. It's just you and God in a quiet room. Sometimes God knows how stubborn you are. It ain't because <laughs> it ain't because oh it's happening. No, God's trying to get to you, and He had to show yeah. that nothing got you out of it but Him. So everything that you go through ain't all what was me. Sometimes it was because your unbelief. Sometimes it was because your unforgiveness. Sometimes it was because your attitude. Because you thought, what, what does the Bible say? Pride cometh before a great before the fall. fall. A great fall. We serve some prideful people, and I'm talking to church people. I haven't got to the unsaved people. I'm talking to church people. You you smelling yourself. And, and, and I don't know if God used this interview for me to start talking about this, but you smelling yourself, and God's really getting to the point. If you haven't noticed, if you ain't looked outside, God's tired. Mm -hmm. Can I make y'all laugh? Sure. I just want to be, I'm going to be transparent right now. So I'm going to make y'all laugh. So <laughs> uh, when you talk about mystery and history, right? So, uh, you know, of course, you know, we've all been in church, right? Been in church. I've been in church all my life. Let me just say that. All my life. <laughs> you know how to be surprised. I've been in church all my life. But was you living right all your life? Nah. Ooh, that's so, the point. <laughs> um, and so I I look at and I, I just said something to my goddaughter just a few days ago, and I'm I, and I had to snatch that out the atmosphere, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because you know your words are powerful. You know, you, you power of life and that's in your tongue, and that that you speak, if you speak it in the atmosphere, it can happen, right? So I was telling her, I, I just made a joke about it. And this is no shade to anybody, but this is just where I was at in my life at that point. And because I have been without, I haven't been with anybody in maybe six, seven years, I guess. And I never thought that I would be in that spot ever in my life. I always thought I would be with somebody. I always thought I'd be around somebody. And even though I gave up being in the gay life because I wanted to really live for God, and because I've been a minister, a preacher of the gospel, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't straddling the fence because I don't want to lead nobody wrong. Okay. So I told her the other day as a joke, I said, girl, you know, I can go out here and go get me a woman. And she, but she said, mom, I said, well, you know, everybody and their mama want to be gay now. And here's the thing. They ain't gay. They just mixed up, unfortunately. Because they don't really know what their lifestyle really is all about. I said, but I said, if I wanted to, that, but I don't. Honestly, I don't. I said, but if I wanted to, do you know how easy it is that I could? Because that's how easy the enemy has allowed it, has made it to be. Let me say it like that. That's how easy he has made it to be. Because anybody and everybody know daggone well, you don't know nothing about their lifestyle, but yet you just think it's so free to do. Right? So I made that comment to her and I had to hurry up and snatch it out. 
Because that's like, no, nah, I don't mean that at all. Because I definitely don't want that in my life at all. When I gave it up, I gave it up. Didn't need it. So my history is I want to help somebody else that want to be free from it. I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to give you some pointers on how you can be free. You know, people want to say it's so hard. It ain't hard. You just got to make up your mind and say, for God, I live. For God, I die. I'm done with it. Boom. That's all you got to do. Some people may take a while. It took me over 20 some years to make that decision. But I got history to remind me of. I'm so glad that I made that decision because now look at me. I'm free. I feel very free. I can do what I want. I don't have to answer to nobody but God. And I'm free to live the life that God had already designed for me to live. I love it. So I wouldn't take it back for nothing. I don't care. I've been through too much. And I thank God. I know I got to go through some other stuff. Because, you know, God is making us. He's pruning us. He continues to do things. Testing the trials. We got to go through them. He said his life was going to be easy. He never said that. But as you go through it, you got to come out of it. And don't get stuck in it. And create your history. That's all I'm saying. So and, I, and it's going back to the uh, the title for anybody that's just joining into it is that when God is not a mystery when you have history it's it's simple God brought you out of so many things in your life and you know what he's done for you personally make it personal you know he's brought you out of things you know he's helped you and provided you with things so why doubt him over the same things. It's a test. It's just it's just kind of like that test. I remember when I was eight years old, I hated multiplication. I still kind of do. And I had to do the 12s. The 12s would get your boy all messed up. I was like, man, I don't know how to do this. And guess what? I had to keep taking that test. And, you know, I guess this is old school because nowadays they just pass anybody. I had to keep taking that test until I passed for me to pass the eighth grade well, third grade. And you're going to keep going through that in your life where you're going to constantly get the same tests. Oh, you got a problem with, you have an unforgiveness problem. Oh, you got a, a prideful problem. Oh, you have an anger problem. You, you those are small, simple things to deal with. Oh, you have a lustful problem. Oh, you have you these little small little imps that the enemy puts your way. It's not even to catastrophic. You ain't got to Job moment. A lot of people will be like, you you got to stub the toe moment, but not Job moment because God is just testing you. You ask for all these things, but you're not ready. You're not ready. If you still saying, oh, yeah, I need this, God, I need my ministry to be this and that, and you petty. You got an unforgiveness heart in your in your and you want to lead people. Think about that. Honestly, if you have to trust your children, make it personal, your child with somebody, and their mentality is sometimey, you would never open that door for that opportunity, right? It's the same thing with God. Why would God open the door for you to touch the multitudes if you ain't right in your own household? If you ain't right personally, because you got to walk it out. It, you ain't. You can't just say a title. A title doesn't mean anything. When it's, it's as simple as this, and I tell everybody this: to get respect, you have to give respect, and that form. And that mentality have been lost over 
I don't know when it left, but it's been lost because people have forgot, especially in the body of Christ, that you have to understand in this whole moment of, of us being on this earth, if you can't love your brother and sister you can see, how can you love the God that you don't see? And this is a real question that people should ask themselves. Your brother and sister, your mama, your auntie, your cousin, all these people that you ain't talked to, you ain't did right by, you ain't done right by your brother or your sister. So you know you can't do right with God. And a lot of times that shows where you are with God. Because if you sometime me with people, you sometime me with God. If you treat God like a booty call, you're going to treat people like a booty call. I'll call them when I need some money. Oh, I'll call them when I need something from them. I'll call it when it benefits me. Then you do the same thing with God. You show your mentality of how you treat God. You, that's what the old folks used to say when I, and I never understood it until now. People could see where you are with your walk by how you act. Not what you say is by how you act. Because a lot of times, if you look at it as, as a whole, God really comes into the mist and show you people and what their, I guess you could say, what their, what their motive is behind things. Because everybody has to know that it's very quick to, to lie. People, you will see people lie about stuff that you're like, really? I know the answer. Like, I'm a parent. I do that to my kids all the time. I know the answer. You're going to tell me the truth or you're going to lie to me. But people do that every day and they lie about things because just because they're shame. But and, and, and let me tell somebody out there, I'm going to free somebody right now with this. Justifying is lying. It's still lying. You trying to justify something, it's still lying. It's still a form of lie. You trying to sugarcoat it, it's lying. So you got to get to the point of understanding that. I know I lost some people with that, but I just had to say that out there. It was on my spirit. But we have Pastor Harold Wade here. Uh, we're going to um, go ahead and bring him on to the stage right quick. And we're going to talk about his new single, Everything's Going to Be All Right. So Miss, we have Pastor Wade Sr. here. How you doing, Pastor? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Thank you. How are you all doing tonight? We are doing well. We were actually talking about our topic of God is not a mystery when you have history. Amen. He's not a mystery when you have history. Praise God. That's right. So what, what would you say about that, Pastor? What, what personally have you seen as a testimony um, of what God has done for you, where sometimes you have to say that prayer, God help me with my unbelief? Oh, yes, definitely. Well, just the, the, the point that you just made, I like that uh, God is not a mystery when you have history. Uh, it's all about walking with him, um, uh, uh, spending time in his presence, uh, treating God uh, not in a monologue fashion, but in a dialogue fashion, uh, which simply means to Stay in his presence long enough. You're telling him about your situation and what you're going through, but yet you stay in his presence long enough for him to talk back, which turns it from a monologue to a dialogue. 
and uh, and just walking with God through whatever the situations that you're going through. Speaking of myself personally, things that I have gone through, um, that that you just said just makes all the sense in the world. It's, it's not a mystery when you have history because you know at some point in time, no matter what it is that you're dealing with or going through, and there are many things that I've gone through, many trials uh, and things that I'm going through now. Uh, and I just have to lean, when I'm facing something that I've never faced before, giants that I've never faced before, then what I try to do is lean on those testimonies, uh, on those victories, on the history that I do have with him. And even though it's new to me, or new to me from a human uh, standpoint, yet I know he's going to come through for me, yet I know he's going to make a way for me, and uh, he's going to open those doors uh, that I need to be open uh, according to my faith. And of course, we know that's what faith is all about. If you can see it, uh, it's not faith, but when you have to trust God, you know that you're depending on him, and you just have to trust the process. So that's primarily been my experience uh, in my walk with the Lord um, in ministry and in music as well. So that's what I would say. Amen. Amen. And um, definitely just uh, qu quickly shout out everybody where you're from, where is your hometown and where are you from? Well, since I was already talking, I came on uh, Johnny Come Lately. I'm just getting out of uh, Bible study tonight and choir rehearsal as well. Um, but I'm originally from Mississippi, Clarksville, Mississippi, northern Mississippi. Um, but I've been now living in the Little Rock area uh, for quite some time now. So uh, this is my uh, residence, Little Rock, Arkansas, north Little Rock, Arkansas. And again, I am Pastor Harold Wade Sr. And I'm so happy to be a part. Uh, of the uh, discussion on tonight. Amen. What's the name of your church, Pastor, so everybody can know this. Shout out your church so people can know where you at in Little Rock. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, the name of our church is the New Life Church of North Little Rock, the New Life Church of North Little Rock, Arkansas. So that's the name of the church, the New Life Church. We call it, we call it TNLC, the New Life Church. <laughs> Okay, and then uh, tell us about tell us about uh, um, what was your inspiration behind your new song? Everything would be all right. Well, um, honestly, I, I recorded this song in the year of two thousand nine. <laughs> Believe it or not, uh, but there's always a you know the time, the season, the process that um, it takes uh, for all songs. I, I don't think you just should put songs out just because you think it's a hit, uh, because I don't believe in writing hits. I believe in writing my heart. And uh, I was impressed in my spirit after the pandemic. And, you know, we're still somewhat in that, you know, and kind of kind of coming out of that COVID-19. And uh, with the experience that we have have experienced as a whole, you know, all over the world, uh, I just thought, thought that we needed something refreshing, uh, something encouraging, something. It, it, it's, a, it's a common phrase, but I think right now during this season, it really means so much that everything really is going to be all right. 
So it was inspired uh, and I was impressed in my spirit to release it during this time because of so many who's been sick, loss of loved ones, loss of jobs, homes, you know, finances and so forth and on. And uh, I wanted to, uh, the Lord just released me to give a word of encouragement. Um, sometimes we try to see what else we can, we can create that's new. And sometimes uh, it's those phrases like that, it's those encouraging words that really gives us a new start. So that's what, that's what in, inspired uh, the song, Everything Will Be All Right. Amen. So um, where can everybody find you, find your music, social media handles and things like that? Website? Absolutely. Well, we're presently in the process uh, of rebuilding or restructuring, I should say, our church website, which is uh, the New Life Church of uh, North Little Rock. And um, but we right now you can uh, find us on social media, Harold uh, Wade Senior Music uh, page and also on my personal page. And a shout outs to uh, Adam Rogers, who's uh, really working with me right now and uh, branding me and doing all the good things that he does to help uh, artists uh, succeed and excel. So a lot of things are in the making right now, but presently uh, people are able to reach me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, as well as Twitter, where we can interact about the music that God has given to me. So I'm excited Amen. about it. Amen. So with that, I want to just say, go ahead, um, especially because it's late night hour. And I know some people on the East Coast are like, man, y'all still going? Yes, we are. Hold your horses. Amen. Make sure you download the Anointed Radio app for 24-Hour Gospel where you can hear songs like Pastor Wade's Everything's Gonna Be All Right with 24-Hour Gospel Uninterrupted. And uh, make sure you like our social media page at LV, like Las Vegas, LV Anointed Radio on all social media platforms. But Pastor, we thank you for coming on tonight because you could be anywhere else. You was somewhere. You was at Bible study, which is important because... <laughs> My Bible study tomorrow, so Pastor, I'll be there. And um, uh, one thing, we just thank you for coming on to Anointed Radio and be able to spread your story with us and and tell us about your song. And we will be going into um, we will be going into your um, into your song, so everybody can hear it. So we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna close out with that. One thing I want everybody to do is make sure you share, like, and subscribe. Um, we're gonna play his whole song closing out. And um, just know, and I just want to leave this out there, just know it's a process. God has so much for you. Amen. Don't let this world limit you just because people, you can never satisfy people. So if you know that, just trust God and stop making it worse Amen. than what it got to be. It's very Amen. simple. Trust God and give your issues to him and do your best and God will do the rest. Amen. Amen. And so we're going to go ahead and go into a song. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, pass away. Would you like to in introduce your song? Yes. Yes. Thank you. I'm honored. First of all, that you would play the song. Uh, you're about to listen to a brand new single from Pastor Harold Wade entitled Everything Will Be All Right. Be blessed by this song. Amen.
Bye, y'all. Life had bypassed good. But when you looked at life's circumstances, all those trials you endured, now, brother, Whatever you are. 
away In the face of adversity Everything, everything, no matter 